What's up, y'all? It's another super awesome, super amazing week of Nitty's Knocker. You're here with your girl, Nitty, your guy, Brandon, a.k.a. Damn Can I Live. And we got just Keith hanging out on the mics with us today as well. Our special guest that um, would, you know, guests usually come at 7 p.m., but this is a guest that I figured should be here for the entire show. No we shucks. have author yes. Adam Homer yes. Lawson. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Thank for, you for having me. For being right, here. a real formal name. Like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Home, uh, I used to get a lot of uh, crap for having a middle name Homer, like Homer Simpson, but uh, I grew into it. And we have, of course, on the ones and twos, Marie, the DJ, the one and only. And her hair looked good today. We both got this blonde thing. Going. Well, I'm going to be blonde for just like two days because I'm going pink again. But, you know, she looks sexy. Today, we're going to be talking about Drake's new album and what people think about it i also want to talk about tiana taylor's a little bit because i actually went ahead and listened a little bit more after last week's show um and i also want to talk about the nba lebron goes to the lakers and some other guy goes somewhere else and we'll get to that you see i describe some other guy <laughs> for five million dollars right he's just some other guy right and politically, we'll be going into the Trump administration planning to rescind Obama-era policies that promote using race to diversify schools. Our Unicorn Gospel today will be about forgiveness because I think that we all should learn how to do that a little bit more. And the weekly topic will be I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. That was impressive. Do you know what that means? Yes. Independent. Y'all remember that song? Oh, okay. Little Boosie. Yes, a classic, a hit. It was in my head as I was spelling it out. Was, well, well, that was about. You know. That was a great song. And we'll talk about Independence <laughs> Day, what it means to be independent. Um, you know, also how everybody personally feels about Independence Day. Honestly, I like it because I like food and fireworks. So you know, the letter don't matter. We we weren't free when they did that letter anyway, so it don't matter anyway. But we're gonna go ahead and get into some music. Marie's gonna be playing all of the awesome music that you lovely people submit to us when we ask y'all to submit music. Y'all are great. We have really good arsenal for y'all. But let's go ahead and get into some music right here on Nitty's Knocker. Oh, Marie. Tell me that what you doing? I'ma tell me that what you doing? The Chicago. I'ma tell me that what you doing? You got me worried about what you doing? Touch me, baby. I wanna feel your body on top of mine. Touch me, baby. I wanna feel your body. Don't you wanna feel mine? Love me, love me, love me, touch me, touch me. I wanna feel your body. Don't nobody rush me way you rush me. You don't 
let your hair down Slow motion, baby, slow motion I'm talking juvenile Shake, baby, baby, shake, baby Ponda River, mommy Let me see you do it with your friends, mommy Come here, baby, let me caress ya Them curves on you, ooh, girl, you bless my I wanna see you ride on me I wanna see you ride on me I wanna see you move I wanna see you work your body, yeah I want to see you work Okay, alright, dirty wine for me, yeah, 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 twerk it out for me, yeah, 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 turn me on, turn me on, ooh, girl, you so naughty, yeah, I just wanna touch your body, girl, you a hot commodity, yeah, I ain't tryna play no games, so shorty, won't you come my way, okay, alright, I don't really need no light to see your shade, girl, let me beat it out the frame, beat it out the frame, girl, I wanna know your name, girl, so we can kick it like Luke Cage, just give me the light and pass the drone, just give me the light so we can go, okay, alright, I want to see you move, I want to see you work your body, yeah. I want to see you work, I want to see you work your body, yeah. she just want to party, thinking about the dance floor, twerking in the lobby, she a good girl, but tonight she being naughty, Moses did. Oh, this Chicago. Scared to talk to it. I said, I said I'd do it thing. My name's real nice to meet you. She gave me hers. What you drinking? I ordered two. How's your evening? She said, cool. Now, her friend she brought to the club with her Just trying to get over her Trying to get over Cause her Cause her Not good for her, nah Our conversation's amazing She needed With patience Whole time the guy in your face is the one Ain't gonna be too serious Too serious, baby We ain't gonna be too serious Too serious, baby We ain't gonna be too serious Too serious, girl We ain't gotta be too serious Too serious, baby You just fell out of love And that's why you're in the club Girl, I ain't tryna slow you up You wanna party and just have fun Girl, I ain't tryna slow you up I just want to slow up We ain't gotta be too serious When the club let out, girl, I'ma pull up on you Round down to 90 out west, that's our move She wanna see more than just me But still wanna be my baby But she'll never be nothing to me Cause you just fell out of love And that's why you're in the club Girl, I ain't tryna slow you up Wanna party and just have fun Girl, I ain't tryna slow your ground I just want to slow one. This Chicago.
Look at my feet, hey, bro. Look at my shoes, hey, it's close. Look at my watch, look at my chain. Look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my watch, look at my chain. Look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my watch, hey, bro. Look at my chain, hey, bro. Look at my feet, hey, bro. Look at my shoes. Look at my watch, look at my chain. Look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my watch, look at my chain. Look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my watch, look at my chain. Look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my dog, look at my yard. Look at my crib, look at my view. These new frost, these new fools. Going so hard, that you know. Blow on the fuse, please don't refuse. Catch up a clout, we got a screws. Look at my hoe. What a plane that you travel the globe. For Christmas, you just want to snow. Finesse you for a lump of that cold. Type of shit, these new car goals. Look, that's just the way that it goes. Look how easy had these new foes. Look how easy had these go. Hey, look, look at my watch. Hey, look, look at my chain. Hey, look, look at my fit. Hey, look. Look at my shoes, hey, explosive. Look at my watch, look at my chain, look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my watch, look at my chain, look at my feet, look at my shoes. Look at my watch, look at my chain. Wish they thirsty, can't spray, call this ice, 
Look by Don Perion, Whip by Asa Two Times. No, it was I'm the Type. Sorry, we playing Whip next though, right? Yes. And then we play Austin Fillmore, Juke. These are some of the songs that are constantly rotated on the show. If anybody's ever interested in submitting music, poems, literally anything, send it in to nittiesknocker.com or message one of us on Instagram. Um, at Nitty's Knocker, Nitty's Knocker promo, you know, there are tons of ways for you all to be able to be a part of what we got going on here. And we love underground music. I love dancing to it, and I love tagging everybody involved. Once again, I'm your girl Nitty. We got Damn Can I Live, aka Brandon, Just Keith on the air, and Adam Homer Lawson is yeah. our special guest for today here yeah. on Nitty's Knocker, powered by Q4 Radio. So, do you guys like Drake? I like Drake. Yeah, I think Drake's okay. I thought that Austin Fillmore song was really good, too. Yeah, it was So, fire, shout out right? to that guy. Yeah, shout out to you, Austin. But yeah, Drake's okay. Okay, how's everybody else feeling about Drake right now? I like Drake. Drake can really do nothing wrong. Well, I'm going to tell you what he did do wrong. He made 25, al- 25 tracks that he shouldn't have made. I think he should have... That's a hot take. Um, It's not that they're all bad. It's just... They're not all good. 
You know, it's like you you came and made 25 tracks to be uh, a bearer of bad news, in a sense, to everybody else in the industry. You wanted to come and shut it down, right? And I know he said something about wanting to do, like, an R&B side and then, like, the hip-hop side. But I just feel like it was somewhat rushed, in a sense, because I didn't get a ton of Drake classics. Nope. Well, I feel like Drake's music is his journal. Like, when he does an album, he basically, each song is talking about his life. So I don't, I don't know what you expect from Drake, but this album is basically just letting people know what was up, what's going on in his... his well, first of all, I don't say you don't know what we expect from Drake. Everybody expects the best from we Drake. We expect bangers. That's, we got, we that's got our, just the reality of it. We got it. our singles. We got God's Plan. He got Upset. You know what I'm saying? We got some good singles. Nice for what? But you know? everybody has hyped it. Um, Do you feel like it's overhyped? I think I think because it was anticipated so much that they're like even with Jay Z and Beyonce dropping their surprise album, it wasn't that good, you know? It was just like, Okay, Beyonce's rapping. I love when Beyonce do anything, but she's not a great rapper, you know. The music did not sound authentic to them. It just uh-huh. seemed like something to do, you know, and Drake's music kinda seems like something to do, especially on that second side. I can I can kind of see why you would say something like that, but like I, I guess if you're gonna slander Beyonce, you're gonna slander Drake because like Beyonce, your homie, so like Beyonce's my mother. Right. <laughs> I so feel Jake, like Drake. Drake go ahead. Uh, I, dead I air, dead air. Look, right? It's rushed. <laughs> it was rushed in the sense that like he, a lot of it was obviously in response or just following like the everything that was said on the uh, story of Adidon, like with just the sun and the the hidden sun and the beef with Kanye and Pusha. I feel like more than I expected of the album was addressing that whole situation and we all know how current that situation was. So he obviously went back in the studio and was redoing some stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Which I'm not mad at, but like I mean that's that would make I would be inclined to think that you then had to rush that. Well, actually, I feel like maybe some of it wasn't rushed because when you think about the song, he says, "I only love my bed and my mom." I'm sorry, his son's middle name is my bed, which is kind of cool, right? Which is kind of cool. I didn't it's know that. Yeah. Cool. Look at you guys. Look at you guys admiring Drake cool. right now. It is no, it's, that's it's actually cool. it's not admiration because first of all, you're a grown man and you're hiding your son. You from hit the a world. kid. Like you're making you made a song saying I'm hiding you from the and I'm not hiding you from the world. I'm, I'm hiding, hiding the, world the world from, from you. you. That's a cop out. You have an entire child who needs his father, and you are you're being there on limited terms. You so, know. So when Beyonce and them hide their kids, they keep them no, from no, no, the no, no. They didn't hide them. Everybody knew Beyonce was pregnant. Do you, certain oh, celebrities do hide, hide their kids? Like, but everybody that knows Be- that they're. Pregnant. Do you think that Beyonce was pregnant the first time for real? Yes. But what about when her stomach folded and when she sat down? Well, my mom has been pregnant multiple times, and Beyonce and it folds also like had, a chair. Beyonce also had on a dress. That was very flowy and could be mistaken for a flop and uh, a Evie, piece of fabric. What about her face afterwards? When she looked up and said, oh, man, I think my prosthetic. Well, we're not going to do any Beyonce slander. We don't slander Oh, I love Beyonce. Beyonce. I think she's even, great. Even, even when Kanye and we're not going to come at women with babies because that's nah, a very. I would never do that. I watched her documentary also. Okay. And it was very, very emotional for her to even show her pregnancy in her documentary because she wanted it to be somewhat private. And the whole world made a mockery of her. And we're not going to make mockeries of Beyonce. I'm sorry. I think Beyonce is great. What about Blue Ivy's face? She looks like her father. 
influence. Just like both of them. Yeah, yeah. she look like a, a a mix of both of them. More yeah. so Jay Z. More so Jay Z. You know, but I see. Like, it looks the like Beyonce. face swap. Yeah, they're literally identical. They are. But you know, she's still a little girl, and we're gonna respect her as a little girl. I don't understand why Drake having a kid is our business anyway. Like it's his life. You know. What I'm saying? Um, like, he's a celebrity. It's not his life. You got to real okay, everything that... We, okay, you got to remember this, guys. When you choose the role of becoming a celebrity, you chose a job that means that your life does not belong to you anymore. It belongs sure. to the world. Maybe so that one part of his life that he had, he wanted to, like, wanted to like, remain his, his own, you know? Like, he didn't want to share that with the world. That's fine. You know, you can keep certain things to yourself, but you still, like, hid a whole child from the world. Like, period. Like, you, sound like, you sound like it's personal. Well, I think it is personal because the woman he had the baby with, he probably just wasn't really excited about that part of it. You yeah, know? I wouldn't have been too excited. Y'all seen pictures? He yeah. said on the album, I believe, <laughs> that that was his second time meeting her or something. Like, when she got pregnant, that was the second time. They Even more, that's a wild boy right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, he shot the club. But, right, man, first, second night, bro. He was, um, your boy. What did, what did Lil Wayne say? Safe sex is great sex. Better use your latex. Well, I mean, Lil Wayne has nine kids. So I don't know if he's the best. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. He, Spokesman he got, for. But maybe he wanted all of those kids. I mean, sure. I don't know if Drake wanted this one. Okay, here's the thing. If you're the number one rapper currently, you're going to go down in history as one of the greatest. You've had the game on your back for literally a decade. You let Pusher T body you then you pump fake a response that could have been killer or it could have just been a pump fake mm-hmm. you let Pusher T tell the world you have a son you let Pusher T come at your sickly BFF slash producer and you let Pusher T say that your dad dresses funny and you let all that happen then but you she, come out you with see, 25 tracks of mediocrity but you see how many times you reference Pusher T with Drake as a reference because that's what's hot right now. Man. I'm that saying though, but like, that's the issue right be, now. But before who who was talking about Pusha T at all before he got well, into it with Drake? Pusha T fans, hip hop heads, and hip hop heads. We're Come not on, talking G. about hype beasts. You're talking hip-hop about hype beasts now because the internet has created a ton of them. So the internet talk- creates a lane for people to express their opinions about artists that they have no idea about. Okay, Pusha T is not a bad rapper. But like, uh, how many how many coke lines you gonna give us? How many coke bars you gonna give us? He's like, he's he's. I mean, man. are you mad because he bodied Drake and Drake didn't come back good? What like, you mean? I'm just saying like nobody was like talking. Pusha T wasn't relevant he really just <laughs> until he got into it with Drake. You know what I'm saying? That's Pusha not true. Also didn't, That's didn't not have true. an album out for a couple years exactly. prior to that. So right. there was no His reason to even. Right, so he needed some. He needed some hype. He needed some. And but he got but it though. He got a, my but point he again. He got, got it though, and he got dude. It. And held on to it. And he held on to it, dude. When you come at the number one and you <laughs> body the number one and you tell the world he's got a ki- hey guys, guess what? Your fave. Guess what your fave is doing? Your fave is hiding a porn star son. But who cares though? Because we you, all care. If He's I a check celebrity. the charts right now, you know who, who cares? On there? Drake cares because Drake didn't tell us. That, top twenty-five songs. Drake cares because Drake didn't tell us. He tells us everything else. Drake he tells acts us embarrassed. That's that's he acts embarrassed. Like the the music and the way that he felt like he had to explain himself. Mm-hmm. Let us all know that he was embarrassed in a way. He was embarrassed him. how it came out. I feel. Yeah, and sure. that it came out in general that he has a child with a porn star because he didn't wrap it up. 
Not to knock sex workers, not to knock porn stars. I mean, but how many people yeah, have kids no with knocking. strippers? Oh, come on. No knocking. No it's knocking. not about that, having kids with strippers. It's, it's not about, about knowing that. that you're having a kid with a stripper and being aware. Like, he literally, this is Drake. Drake, you are a celebrity. And Drake has a history of being in love with strippers and sex workers. That's his thing, right? So God maybe he really must have been champagne poppy that night, two million glasses of champagne, and he let it rip. <laughs> right and, and look at little my bed and he he does love him though i mean he did make that clear but Man, he did it he as a joke about his bed me too like, that's the whole a, world did that's a heck of a line dude we were well, all mind screwed battle, if, that's if, an easter egg if this have come to dropping people business in the streets you know what i'm saying that's, that's what dissing has always that's been that's what this has always no, been dude, do that, your his do that your was research. just messy that was just that that wasn't even no real then like go go find another know. genre of music to listen to because Bro, hip-hop is known to be messy tupac said on a track I had sexual intercourse with your, with your wife. wife, dude. That's some with your that's wife. That's some dude. real. That's some real stuff right there, though. Like that's that's real. You, right? That's real. That's real. Rap if you bone beat, someone's somebody, wife and like, then you say it, you heard somebody. You heard you got a son on some gossiping because <laughs> this how it happened. They all on Adidas label. You feel me? Yeah. Kanye because Drake got a got like a line coming out with his son or whatever, and Kanye up there on the Adidas board. Yeah, so so Kanye was being messy. Told Pusha woo woo, and that's how it came out. Okay. So like grown so, men being messy, like so let them do that. That's yeah. the world they live in. That's what it's created for, and that's why we sit here. Drake shouldn't have said his, his fiance's name if he ain't do that. that never, right, I feel like that probably that wouldn't have happened. Uh, Drake hit a low blow, and then he got upset because he got whacked with a lower one. And He's he upset, I mean, <laughs> and he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't come back. He couldn't come back from that one. So I mean, honestly, like I said, there are really good tracks. I think one of my favorites is Mob Ties. Yeah. I think his flow on that he just because you know Drake's a flow he he redo he redoes like the flows of different yeah. people and makes it ten times better so he definitely did his thing on a few of those tracks where I'm like really in the car like this is definitely going to be a ringtone for somebody that I'm tired of you know so there you go good job for that Drake but take care of your baby we love you as a great artist that uh, I'm upset video was also really great you know with Degrassi's cast so continue to be great but. You know, don't be embarrassed. It happened. It's life. Were you a Degrassi fan? I was. Were you really? Yes, I was. I was a Degrassi fan too, and I used to watch it in high school. With like, there was like, there was three white people in my high school, and I'll watch Degrassi. Like, Man, white people have a great high school life. And then I met white people, and I was like, oh, that's a. <laughs> this is nothing like Degrassi. Actually, yeah, I went to Whitney Young, so it was like oh, okay. it was Degrassi. Okay, it was Degrassi. that's cool. But um, on to sports because guys are. In, I'm glad some women in the room. I. I'm going to say it. I don't know much about sports, but I think it's interesting. And I'm kind of glad that LeBron is on the Lakers because I like the Lakers growing up. And this might be his chance to actually do good. Like, and actually be with a team of people who want it as bad as he does. Because LeBron really, he fights for what he wants. I think LeBron is chasing a legacy that not a lot of people want to see him achieve, right? You don't want to see him beat Kobe. You don't want to see him be Le- beat Jordan. Why? I don't know. I think LeBron's great. But I think that he's looking for these rings. He's trading up teams. He has no real allegiance. He's just trying to shut people who are saying, but you're not this, you're not that. He wants to achieve that, so there will be no question, right? So he's doing some flip-flop stuff, which is part of the game, dude. I don't know. I feel like... Part of today's game, yeah. I'm part sorry. of today's game. <laughs> LeBron, I mean, LeBron not doing nothing wrong. Everybody want to chase the GOAT. Sure. 
so I, I personally hate when people compare him to Michael Jordan because it's like if he's chasing Michael Jordan, like you can't compare the two. Right, like, that's somebody likewise. he looked up to in a sense, and who doesn't want to be just as good or better than the person that they watched growing a up? A thousand percent, I understand. I, that. I never thought he goes to the Lakers. I always thought like LeBron would want to like build his own legacy on his own team, where like this. No, I never team. saw that as LeBron. LeBron jumps when it's not going. Yeah. Right now, put no no statue because I'm a I'm a really big Kobe fan because I feel like Kobe was the second coming of Mike. You know what yeah. I'm saying. And I feel like they the can't put a LeBron. Too. Yeah, they can't put a LeBron statue out there in front of Staples. You know, that's that's my issue with the Lakers is already too like too much of a historic like franchise. Right. It's already been way too many historic players mm-hmm. from Kareem to Magic, Magic. Shaq, yep. Kobe. Okay, Luke, I like, can get it in that sense. This is my language. I understand like, history. Yeah. Too many like people, and so now you just trying to like jump on that ship. And yeah. I mean, it would be raw if LeBron like I want a ring for the L.A. Lakers. Like that that'd be hard. But I don't. It don't necessarily make me look at him as a great. I mean, he's a great, but it won't make me put him above a Kobe or a Michael Jordan. So in that sense, I don't get what it's adding to his legacy. So do you think if he, do you think he should have stayed where he was and tried to like work it, work around you know their downfalls and just like create a better team, or should he have went to? How old is Another LeBron? Another team. I think he created a lot of those downfalls. Yeah, he, he definitely did. He asked for the players that he got. He demanded the trades. He got the coach that he wanted. He pushed players out when he didn't want them. So a lot of the turmoil that was there was by his own doing. And I feel like he should have, in a sense, stayed there to, to, to see it out. Or just went somewhere different. But, I mean, I'm glad he in the West because now he's going to really see what it's like to really have to play basketball. Yeah. It's been a cakewalk for him all through the East. Yeah. But... My boy's coming for him. Now, remember when I said, remember when I said some other guy went to some other team? Well, that's some other guy's name is Demarcus Cousins. I had to look in my notes. Bug. (laughs) And um, he is, quote, unquote, the all-NBA big man. And he signs a one-year deal with the Warriors. And he has a a ruptured Achilles. Or had one. Is it still injured? I mean, he's still rehabbing it. He, they say he should be, he should be back by training. Wasn't that the same issue that Derrick Rose had? No, no. Kobe had. Kobe was Kobe only, ended his oh. career pretty okay. much like that. Yeah, but he came back, but he wasn't the same. Yeah. But, well, yeah, that cool guy. Well, LeBron's deal was a hundred and fifty three point eight or something. Hundred like lots, fifty four, which lots is insane. That's so much money. Mainly from sponsorships and endorsements. No, but that's, that's how much the Lakers are giving him. Giving him. That's, that's not. That's outside yeah. of endorsements. That's just what he's getting from. That's basketball. not even the shoes or the. I uh, did the math. It's like thirty-eight something. Or the Bosley hair implants. Okay, like so LeBron's a millionaire, super millionaire, <laughs> and so is Demarcus Cousins. I think his is five million. I mean, he underpaid, but like he got a ruptured Achilles, so his value kind of dropped. But yeah. I mean, it's five million dollars, dude. Like, what? What? When did basketball become such a, a masterpiece of money? I want to play basketball now. Somebody right. give me $5 million. If right. that's a low ball, give me that. And I'm injured? Right. I'll take that. Right. Gladly. Because you, you can't get me out of it no matter what you I do. I mean, the Warriors gave Steph Curry a $200 million five-year deal. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of money that's in it. Yeah. They getting paid. Um, my name's Nitty. Uh, <laughs> long walks on the beach. Uh, my favorite color is pink. And my cash app, Mr. NBA Players, is Nitty's Knocker. Send your number along with the cash. Didn't Curry just get in trouble for uh, messing around with some, no. some dun, dun, dun. young lady? No, he didn't. No. We're going to throw the Jesus man there. under the bus? No, is he a Jesus man or is he just a light-skinned man? I feel like we... He really <laughs> promotes his love for the Lord, but we're going to... Does he really? 
We're gonna actually uh, It's gotten a little steamy in here Talking about all this scandal And Uh-oh. porn stuff And all that What so porn stuff? We're gonna play a porn song soon um, <laughs> Or fitting. a stripper song By Ace of Two Times uh, We're gonna put that in, in the queue today But let's get to some music With Marie the DJ Right here on Nitty Snucker Oh, Marie
and you want this guap. Twerk that, yeah. Work that, yeah. With them pills, with a purse set, yeah. You tryna make money, you gon' work all year. I bet you pay a bills on the first all year. I took a bad bitch, and I tell her to swerve. Told you was getting on my nerves. I'm tryna see a strip. Once again, you guys are listening to Nitty's Knocker Radio, powered by Q4 Studios. And we are Q-U-E, the number four, dot O-R-G. Or you can listen on AM 1680. You can listen on the TuneIn app, iTunes Radio. We're pretty much everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I like unicorns and stuff. So now, um, who, who, who likes politics? Yeah, Who knows cool. how to talk about politics? 
Sort of. I'm getting there. Yeah. I think we're all at that place. We're all growing up now, and yeah. it's like, okay, we have to at least understand the language. Right. Yes. It's like coding. Right. <laughs> but um, Trump uh, wants no advantages at all for minorities. He literally wants everybody to work for what he feels they deserve. You know, like with the private schools and funding and, and things like that he really is just like if you have the money you can have it if you don't have the money you don't deserve it mm-hmm. um and news broke that he the trump administration is planning to roll back the policies that leveled the playing field for minorities in regards to education opportunities by using race to proportionally diversify the student bodies what do you think the fallout is going to be see the issue with like uh meritocracies was like what i think he wants he wants it to like people no handouts right half of his constituency is like a bunch of poor white people who thought that like the world has been against them from so long with stuff like affirmative action and with all these like programs that place disadvantaged pocs in these institutions If you want it to be a situation where people have the money, then you're going to alienate most of the people who voted for you, dude. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Most of the United States. Most of the United States, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then with it, like, the fallout, dude, I mean, it's dark times, man. This guy's causing some real dark stuff to unfold. And he's given voice, and he's given, like, he's making a lot of people brave who weren't brave before, you know? And uh, it's three more years of this, you know? So Fallout's gonna, I don't know, I don't know. Dark. I agree. I think, um, I think it's definitely a dangerous game that he's playing with our country. It's like he's playing chess, but he's not good at it. He's playing chess thinking he knows how to play because he's good at checkers. Right. You know? Yeah. And he's making rash decisions based on him solely uh, and his, his cabinet and, you know, all the people who think just like him. Um, and I think the the fallout is is going to be um, I think it's going to be good actually really because if like we said the entire world is going to or the entire nation is going to suffer from these decisions right when you have an entire nation suffering from these decisions then nobody's getting jobs nobody's able to get around nobody's able to do anything the country falls apart one of the greatest countries quote unquote to exist falls apart because there are no opportunities it's no longer the land of the free it's a situation where people will literally say okay we have to change it to something better so i think it will be a wake-up call if anything no i feel like it's not enough people in the world for it to benefit right you you say no opportunity no jobs actually employment has gone up not advocating for Trump I'm just saying No right now Before he implements The policy No like Even through the policy Employment Has gone up And will continually go up This policy doesn't exist yet though I'm saying Okay what What it's gonna do is It's gonna implement People who How how can I say this Without sounding insensitive Do it Okay There are those who Of of those There are those people Who get Government Um Aid. aid who need it you know people sure. who are veterans people who are old elderly who disabled disabled you know but we all know that there is a group of people that misuse and abuse scammers the the system that's know? true and i speak from our culture our culture has depended on government assistance for 
generations. Like generations. people yes. handing that stuff down to the mm. next generation, you know. So we are already born and bred to feel like the government is supposed to do something for us. That's so, true. Like, That's valid. So even if yeah, it will get dark and it will get hard, but like either it's the situation gonna make you stand up and do something about it, or you gonna. Go out and work I'm not talking about like People that's actually Already working That this is going to fail I'm talking about people That's not working That he's trying to No no get me wrong I'm definitely not against Him putting up Or not him It's not about him I'm not against people Getting a fire under them To get something done Sure Yes there are a lot of people Who abuse systems AKA white people all the time so I don't want to hear the story about what African Americans have put themselves into we honestly didn't really put ourselves right. into anything it's just about how you're bringing yourself out of it exactly that is it is true that we all should think a little bit more and say hey I don't want this for myself anymore I don't want my siblings my family my future kids to have to deal with this so I'm going to change it and it's happening a lot more than it used to Mm -hmm. with people wanting to do different things in their neighborhoods while staying in their neighborhoods but I wouldn't say just because you have a group of people who abuse the system it's just like what the media does it shows you that group of people who abuse the system Mm -hmm. and it makes you think it's larger than what it really is Yeah, government assistance wouldn't even be a thing if the money being made in this country could support families sure you know so yeah. it's literally it's a system it all works hand in hand mm-hmm. so when one it's like one what's it called when one back washes the other or something one back washes the other or one hand feeds i don't know it's mm-hmm. some I saying know, I, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, but yeah, I know what you're trying to say though. i think that it what could only produce a positive effect from all of it because of the fact that like if you are literally putting people up against a the wall they will fight back and sometimes a fight is a good thing I think we need to really fight. Like in Serbia, they overthrow their government all the time. I, <laughs> yeah, I think I said this last week. That's kind of tough. That's, <laughs> we that's should. It's not tough. It's just we think it's tough because we are terrified of what the government can do to us, not really realizing that most of these people, their government, they cut their heads off in other countries and they die for stuff that's important to them. We don't do that here. We just yell and stay cute. We got to make sure our nails don't get messed up. We hashtag and we tweet. We do. We, we, we do hashtag a bit yeah. too much. Because that really works, guys. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Can you see logic in the decision, though? Sort of. I think that whenever you, uh, I 100% agree with you. Uh, fires lit under people spark change. Uh, there are a certain subsection of American society that unrightfully benefits from government aid, but also like I'm a teacher in Inglewood and like Inglewood is classified as an impoverished neighborhood. And that's like, not because they lazy and don't want jobs. That's because there's nothing around to, there's nothing around that's going to generate the money that's going to feed and keep the lights on and keep you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. the the heat on. So when you when you say these blanketed statements, well, when Trump does, when he goes, okay, I'm going to cut this off, so everyone's going to have to like. But dude, if there's no resources, right? It's like nah. you just can't cut it. You just can't hit the flip a switch. No, it has dude, to yeah. be a gradual uh-huh. like plan. You, right. you have to implement a, a real plan. Just came okay. All right, now it's done. No more EBT. Yeah. And that's the thing with the the government, though, is like the federal government versus local governments. So let's say he does do this, right? And he's like, nope, cut off. Y'all got to figure it out. 
That's when local governments step in and make sure the resources are in those neighborhoods. It's not up to the federal government to govern every single state, which is why they give state officials positions. Yeah. What we need to do, America, um, Americans who live in Chicago and in the state of Illinois, yeah. is get Brainerd and Mayor Rom Rom out of there. Oh, nine fingers. They're literally. They're literally a, a big part of our destruction right sure. now, you know, as far as this city and any other city, you know, look at who's governing your direct city, your aldermen. All these people make the decisions on what comes into your neighborhoods. They sell properties like in Hyde Park, which I'm still upset about how they're selling everything to the University of Chicago. That's part because the alderman is OK with that yeah. for that district, you know. So it's like, how do you make the change on your own to make sure that things still function properly money is powerful though and university like well for that specific example the university of chicago has a lot of it so they could they could pay for a lot of you know a lot more for that property than somebody you know uh uh, they can and that's that's where you still have to be able to have enough of a logical reason to combat the money Mm -hmm. like if there's enough logic for something like that actually makes sense then sometimes it won't happen no matter how much money is involved. Yeah. You know, but I don't think we have enough logical thinkers. We just got a lot of Twitter, like, for real, we got a lot of computer fingers. Twitter activists. We should do this. We should do that. Okay, this sounds great. Go do it. Go start the petition so it can happen, you know? You don't see me doing that on the internet because I don't have the time to start a petition, but I'm doing smaller things that I know will impact a community. I, you know, you work on your own plans to make sure that you're creating some type of lane for your community, you know. So I think overall, um, it sucks that this is what's happening, but it's also letting you know, like, this this happens when you don't really do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, I just think black, uh, black people, our people specifically, uh, have to be less dependent on government at this point. Like, if anything, that's what we should get out of the Trump administration mm-hmm. and his, his tenure in office. Like, we shouldn't, we should we should be able to stand on our two feet and not yeah. have to depend and that, on And that's the whole thing. Like, if you talk to any majority of black people, you ask them, like, what party you, Democrat. Like, they, they look at you if you say anything other than Democrat. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the, what the Democrats have done is they have so pipe dreams to people. Yeah. You know, neither, neither party is actually beneficial for black people if you no. think about it. But... We we picked the Democrat because I guess it's the lesser of two evils. Sure, you know, but in a sense, I don't think either. But each but each party has something beneficial for everybody. But like, I mean, they hand in hand. You know, really, it's it's a lose lose situation when it comes to comes to like picking a party. So that's why people need to like go independent or like vote for somebody that's independent that represents the the actual people and not a party. Mm. But yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, though. You know, it sucks. But bringing awareness to it is a good step. You know, what's that in the 12 steps? Admitting that there's mm-hmm. an issue it's the first is the step. first step. And that's what we do is we admit that we don't have all the solutions or all the answers for it. But, you know, if anybody ever has a way that they think something can be better, it's always good to just voice it. Let us know, you know, because we can even, even saying it on the air can be something that thousands more people are hearing because you decided to say it on the you sent it in an email so don't let your your thoughts go unheard i feel like with like the when we have like the next generation our kids that's going to be like the change the change you actually want to see because i feel like a lot of the problems that black people have within politics is our culture our culture doesn't allow us to 
for these policies to work for us, mm-hmm. especially if you're not, if you're not making a certain amount of money, you mm-hmm. can't. Or the Republican Party can't help you, mm-hmm. you know. So, and if you're down, the Democratic Democratic Party is supposedly supposed to help you, but it's still a lose lose. So, like, what we got to do is certain things that other races do to kind of like, for example, white people they pass down their wealth. So what we can do is we can become successful people mm-hmm. and not stay into this whole like systematic. Go get a nine to five. Go do this. Go do that. Mm-hmm. And stay within the system. We can actually teach our kids and train our kids differently than how our parents trained us. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all know how it was to come up in a black household. Mm-hmm. Let's not repeat. We, that. We're gonna uh, back into get out of the music. conversation and get to some music. But I know what it means to come out of a black household that was productive, yeah. and that's what I will say. I can't say that I know what it feels like to come out of one that's not productive because mm-hmm. that's not what my parents instilled in me. So that is it's still even saying there are people who have always been on the right track or tried to be on the right track. So we all got to get on that same page. And it's like use whatever knowledge you have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use whatever I was taught by my parents to help other people. I'm very lucky and I will say that, you know, it's a it's it is a privilege as an African American girl to have your mother and father home with you. You know? So use that Definitely at your advantage. So. And that's what, you know, we're all gonna be working towards is just making outlets for people to be able to express themselves and the things that are important to them because that's what unicorns do for people. So we're gonna go ahead and get to some more music with Maritha DJ right here on Nitty Snucker. This is, this is, this is, this is Chicago. Clutching the turbo, spin six bucks on the fur coat. Swervo, 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 swervo. My name's Swervo, cause I be the G. Used to do shows for a G. Careful to gas over ease. I'ma spit through these racks on the piece. G Swervo, I keep a Miro. Draco's under the Pico. Heard the police was looking for me though. But I'm on the PJ with Squeezo. Remember I was just living illegal. Now the kids look at me like a hero. Told them I was just like a once before. Now my count got some commas and zeros. We ain't living no welfare no more. I'm eating steak at the bistro. Foreign cool with a red hip. Let me pull on the LYC, LYC. And I'm for shot right where it go down. Yeah, this is the lowdown. I'ma pull up and aim at your forehead. I took a foot shot with a four around. Yeah, you know I bounce back with that little shot. Yeah, if you ask me, it was a good shot. I'm from the nine, send a shot straight to the five. Yeah, I'ma call it a hook shot. And when I ride, 40 quick right by my side. Flat pitch and whip, get your hood shot. Find out where the hang, slap with the game. Around, get your whole hood shot. Swervo, 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 Yo, on the fuck, cause I'm Swervo. I drive nuts on Swervo. Got the whip with the clutch and the turbo. Spin six bucks on the fur coat. Swervo, 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 I threw 60 racks and he came back I was getting some net from a net Gave her brain back Please don't ask me if I'm done with your picture No, not yet 13 racks on New Year's St. Laurent Look like I made that I got 20 racks stuffed inside my fat My skinny, skinny That rat, she was nothing but another skinny I got 20 racks for a loose ditty 20 racks in my motherfucking skinny Still out that codeine, I ain't pissed yet I got 20 cents where the bottom of my wheel at And my mother 
with your red head. Yellow bone, bone. shit walking around and something red. Then I just paid two thousand for some Christian loot. Not knock off. Wait no plug to pull up with that. Not knock off. Better not pull up with that. That high tech shit. Not at all. I just pushed up in some new designer. Not from the mall. I threw 60 racks and it came back I was getting some net from a net Gave her brain back Please don't ask me if I'm done with your, with your No, not yet 13 racks on New Year's St. Laurent Look like I made that I got 20 racks stuffed inside my sack of skinnies That rat, she was nothing but another skinny skinny. I got 20 racks for a new sedity 20 racks in my mug, my mug, my skinny Still all that I'm pissed, yeah I'm a dog and it's true, baby Can we call this here a truce, baby? And you know I got the juice, baby Can you see me in this cool, baby? You say you off it too, baby What you gon' let me do, baby? I'm smoking on this soup, baby You ain't smoking on the strongest wish right now. I bet you smoke a blunt, can't tell me what you feel right now. I bet you smoking Reggie, acting like it's cute right now. I just flamed up the loud, so I can't even hear right now. My shirt is comfortable, sparking out the cup right here right now. We see you holding on the loud, we like kissing fire. You tryna smoke what I smoke, you take a hit and die. I love this so much, I might just take a hit and cry. I'll be down this blunt and four. Take your bitch in five. Truck on 26. Make me skip tonight. I'm free up for the Make me skip the line. I swear that the dope, the only thing that give me a high. Give me a high. Out of my wrist. Count it and spin it. Mad at the coop. Mine with no tennis. Chop out the top. Hit it in the limits. I got some cash. I want to spin it. New baby tag. Didn't want to rent it. Too many fads. Too many bitches. Roll my slime. Get in my lizard. Ready to slide. You a good slipper. Hey. Ain't got ties, you gon' ride, you might slide, you might slide Young girl gone, I'm my prime, hey So I think I ain't tellin' you lies, we ain't gonna business on hell in mind Yeah, I'm a king face, better my time, hey Can you try to go to my pants, she's no hand I just spent the rest of my face, space my lens, special, fair guy bands Yeah, I know the paint red, drink to the head Got two cell phones, yeah, I'm 70 men Two-tone present Rolex, yeah, this drippy can't catch Some say do what I say, cool ain't choke my neck Why I say Uber DJ, pull him his VVS Out of my wrist, count it and spin it, mad at the coupe Mine with no tennis, chop out the top, hit it in limits I got some cash, I wanna spin it, new baby tag Didn't wanna rent it, too many fads, too many bitches Roll my slime, get in my lizard, better to slide You a good slipper, hey
We are back. We are live. We are Litty in the city. Litty in the city. Nitty bars. That was like triple bar. Hot fire, dude. Litty in the city with Nitty. You know we gritty. Oh, four, four. I mean, four of them. Drake who? Drake who? Nitty on the beat. It's a Nitty beat. Drake who? What did Nitty make? What? Who's what song is that? Well, from? I made it's a nitty beat. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Um, meet me in the trap. That's right. It's going down. Is that, that Young Jock? Yeah. <laughs> What's up with Young Jock's perm these days? Uh, I mean, I say go crazy. Do you really? See, you're very supportive. I like that about you. If you like it, I love it. Okay, that's great. I'm gonna grab me one of them joints. That would be a don't, don't do it. See, don't no, I don't like that. Do I don't like that because you gave Jock all that positive that's energy. That's because Jock not heal. <laughs> Dang. I say he, he like it I love it Because he like But Brandon is my best friend I would never You would never let Your best friend I would give him Live advice. his life I would give him advice You'd never let your best friend I would friend. want him to do what it Because he really wants to like, you know, just... Okay put your head back And guess what dude I'm, I'm for it <laughs> I'm for it Dang, so, Okay I got you next time You come in with a I do it, it often So I'm just it's waiting cr- it's, it's, it's insane It's crazy I've been holding back Win resistant dude <laughs> That's why I got a hat on today Smoke because my lace is wind not resistant, tight. dude. Okay. Nothing's affecting that perm. Ooh, say magnifique. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I like to do, it's now time for our artist talk. And what I like to do is give the artist 60 seconds okay. to give us a quick rundown so that we can feed off of the quick rundown. So your 60 seconds starts now. Okay. Uh, my name is Adam Homer Lawson. I'm a writer from the south side of chicago uh writing is the one thing that i could do well writing is my way to affect the change my my way to like uh connect people right i write essays on myself and they are funny and sometimes they're sad and sometimes uh sometimes they uh do cool stuff what's your favorite color my favorite color is red. Movie. Hey. Pulp Fiction. Book. Okay. Haruki Murakami's Norwegian Wood. Uh, oh, never heard of that. Ooh, it's good. Ooh, it is good. Uh, favorite beach. Beach? There's a secret beach. It's, uh, I can't tell nobody. <laughs> and uh, favorite, favorite state that you've visited? Uh, visited New York, without a doubt. Actually, Georgia. Atlanta is phenomenal. Atlanta's phenomenal. Yeah. Forever I love Atlanta. Thank you. That well, was 60 seconds. Thank you. Now tell me more about this book. Okay. The, the sure. book you, you've written. It's called Animals on Buses. Uh, I began writing. I lived in New York for a brief time. How long? Uh, about a year. Okay. I loved my New York life. I had, you know, a cute little GF out there. Uh, my job a was. GF. My G, little <laughs> GF. New York? Uh, she kind of left me. That's a. Thanks for bringing that up, man. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Thanks for bringing. No I'm tears. Just kidding. No tears. JK. <laughs> Best part of our radio is people can't see you cry. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, we can. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I had a great life in New York. Uh, that kind of ended abruptly. I got, I got drunk and told my boss what I thought about him. Wow. Don't recommend to anyone in this room or anyone listening. Don't get drunk and tell your boss what you think about him, especially if you think. Negative things. That's, uh, this at a company function. I'm this was at a well. This was uh, I was teaching in New York, so it was like the pre. All the teachers meet up, all the staff, free booze. 
uh, go in. You know it's what I trap. mean? That's a trap. It's a trap, dude. And guess what? I fell into it. <laughs> I got wily coyote. Wow. You know what I mean? Whoa, that's I got, intense. I got wily coyote because he was definitely getting he was, bamboozled. He had like rocket boots. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, how do we get to the animal? Yeah, so I got fired, moved in back home with my parents in their basement. And was collecting that sweet, sweet unemployment. And since it was out-of-state unemployment, them checks were looking real nice. So I was like, dude, F work. I'm going to sit in this basement, eat free food, enjoy this free Wi-Fi, and write a book. And then fast forward a year after that. I've never told this part. This is exciting. You guys are getting the... Okay. Oh, snap. So the book was being made. The book was being written. Uh, about eight months before it was supposed to come out, I was dating, seeing this young lady who was very expensive woman, very expensive. And me? She, was it me? <laughs> uh, very expensive young lady, and she was like in my pockets like a leech. And I was like, "Yo, I need some more money." And I was like, "Oh, I have this thing that could potentially give me some money." Uh, and so I released the book eight months premature. It did okay. It's doing okay. It put me in some cool situations, the latest of which being this. And it's been a super, super blessed uh, year and some months. Okay, so are you an animal on a bus? I think we're all animals on buses. Uh, the title comes from my feeling that we're all hiding something. We're all not being ourselves in public situations. We're all sort of, we have these desires, we have these pulls to do things that we're ignoring constantly right we're all essentially animals on buses walking upright and close but the real who we really are is are these like sort of unhinged very primal uh very primal uh beings well you know i like that because i feel like i'm a unicorn so can i be a unicorn on a bus you can absolutely be a unicorn on a bus right right okay what color is your horn it is iridescent I've never heard that question before. That's a great question. You just really made me think about it, but it's iridescent. What is iridescent? Like pink, purple, blue, yellow, green. Is it a weapon sometimes? Um, not so, yet. It has not had to be one. It's honestly just been the glory. Do unicorn thing. horns shoot beams or do they just stab? Um, they just stab. We're not like lasers. I thought y'all had beam capabilities. No, we're not like cre- <laughs> We're not, not like weirdos like or superheroes. That's okay. To, first of all, we beam, just fly. Beam capabilities you, don't make you a well, weirdo. Well, if I was a unicorn on the bus, yeah, um, it would be very. This is how it happens when I get on buses. Okay, I get on. Sometimes, most of the times, I don't have the money to pay because I don't have a venture car and I also don't carry cash. So I'm just like. Oh my God! Like, yeah, he played a role. I can't do it. And then some guys like, "Don't worry, I got you." Yeah. And as I walk through the bus, when be me, th- I'd be like, the bus, "Oh well." Then I get all of this, <laughs> the looks. Sure, you're a unicorn. Why wouldn't you? I like to dress nice sometimes, and mm-hmm. I'm also what they call a thick girl. You know, so sometimes you get the looks. So what do you do back? You smile. Right. Hi. So then I start conversations. Uh huh. Sometimes with people when they're willing. But I always try to be that energy, and then I always end up being like a decent energy. So that's why I'm a unicorn on the bus. So you okay. dress nice and can't afford to get on the bus. You that's dress nice. Um, I just said, repeat. I don't carry cash. Okay. Or I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try what you do today when I get on the bus. Go ahead, try it's it. It's not gonna 
turn out the way you think it is. Do you think so? And if it does, watch out for so the person. So what, 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 <laughs> what, what is your animal, Adam? I, mean, I said all that to say, that's yeah, my yeah. animal, right? That's yeah. my, my, my magical. Yeah. And I don't relate to regular animals, I don't think. Man, you can't relate? Maybe a cat. I don't know. Cats are kind of cool. But there's what this, would be yours? There's this thing that's like... Uh, my homegirl put me on like animal astrology and it breaks it down to like the hour right like what hour you were born where all that good stuff and it told me that I was uh, an angler fish wow. one of those fish with like the little light bulbs on its head yeah. and then I read up on it and she was like first of all this is you and I was like let me see this so I took her phone and I read on the on the light bulb fish that sounds kind of funny and I was like yeah dude I'm an angler fish so, what qualities about the anglerfish made you feel like such? Uh, weird, <laughs> weird, but also like intriguing. It was, dude. It was like literally like three pages of stuff, and as I was reading it, sort of drunk, I was like, "Oh, my whenever God. When, exactly." No, you know what they do? They yeah. exactly. Wait in dark she just places, pulled up. She just pulled up an anglerfish dangling in front of their prey. Yeah, and out of nowhere they attack it. Like, why would you? Wow. Why would I relate yeah. to that? Yeah. Uh, it depends on who's listening right now. Uh oh. Well, I, I mean, I think I think all males are sort of angler fishes, right? I think we're all sort of don't don't shake your so head. We just all just wait, wait, dogs. pause. Don't shake your Do head. you think you're one though? Do I think I'm one? Yes. To the door. I'm getting <laughs> I, think, I think I think we're all sort of like I think not even just males. I'm not gonna even gender it. Everyone is an angler fish in the sense that you use things, whether it be your horn, your unicorn horn, the way you look. Your height, you use things to attract people, and then once they're around, you height. eat them. Why you say my height? I was, little, I was gonna say your or your sweet perm that he doesn't have. We've all got we've all got the little light bulbs. Light you know bulb. what I mean? We've all got that. To we pull to, to pull them in, <laughs> yeah. and then and then the eating is a metaphorical, right? We're not actually cannibals. I, well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't think anybody in this room is, but white no. people. Uh oh, uh oh. Now that's a hot take. They eat all they meat rare. Uh, do you not like sushi? Yeah, but that's not like red meat. You know they're now cooking chicken rare, kind of. They say you can eat chicken what? medium rare. You should nah. shoot that person in their <laughs> they, face. White people. White people. White people. Who's Street. your favorite white person? Me. What, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, y'all didn't know. What does didn't that know, mean? Um, she's transracial, actually. Stops. No, 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 no. Come on, no. No, no, no. Wait, no, no. You're no, joking. actually, my, my great-grandfather is a Jewish white man. So I'm my favorite white person. Okay, I'll take <laughs> that answer. But beyond that, I I'll was take say, that answer. Um, so I was. <laughs> this was Carey. about to get some. Does Mariah Carey count as a white person? Mariah, I don't know. there's you know what Mariah Carey not might not be a person. Sometimes I there's feel no, very white on the inside. There's like. no pictures of Mariah Carey at like seven years old. Mariah Carey was she. We hit the scene at thirty. Is she our first AI robot? She's there's something up with that for real though. There's no pictures of Mariah Carey as a young lass. You still haven't told me what animal you are. Anglerfish. We're looking at it. On That's all you are on the bus. That's what you are. On the I'm bus. an anglerfish on a bus. That's it, man. So what do on these animals do on the bus? You got the wrong idea. The, that's just the name of the book. It's that's uh-huh. just one essay on the book. I wish I should have brought. It. I'm so you didn't bring the book. I know. I need to bring the book. I know. I know. I know. I could have. You didn't okay. bring the book. The no. gist <laughs> of the essay, that particular one, is how we all are uh, trying to fit in, even though we should not fit in, dude. Mm. Are we we're just, so weird. You know that? Like do you know that? Like we fart. 
Do you realize that? that that we fart and we get on buses and pretend we don't fart? Yeah. Like we have we have buttholes, right? <laughs> yes. We have buttholes that produce fart, and then we get on this bus and we're like, I don't fart at all. I'm just a person, and I'm going to work. And yeah. I'm like, that's so weird. Admit stuff. Right. Admit that you did something weird this morning. So you think us trying to be civilized is all that's like a against, our nature. against our nature? Against our nature, one thousand percent. I definitely agree with you. That's why, but we need we need these these parameters because if we oh we because then we'd be farting all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, more and more violent stuff. More and more, more yeah, yeah. If that and if that's we your nature, we would be purging every day. See, now the purge is some is some shit. Can I do that at least? Yeah. Okay, that's some stuff. That's some sick stuff, right? Because they never get into like. It's always just murder. Well, they have a one coming out called The First Purge, which explains why The Purge was created and, like, how... And it's, like, centered around African-Americans. I would just yeah. I would just jaywalk without consequences. <laughs> Here you can do it, but don't say, you go to L.A. and jaywalk. No. Or Atlanta or... I, yeah, you can do it in New York and Chicago, but you can't really do it anywhere I do it whatever. Uh-oh. All right, see you later in uh, 10 years for jaywalking. If you get 10 years for jaywalking, now that's something I protest. Yeah, young black man gets ten years for jaywalking for trying to get across the street faster. Me, bro. A young Dude. black man was just tased in Pennsylvania, and they, because they told him to put his legs straight out on in front of him, and he was confused as to how he should do it, and they still tased him. I but he was that. he was definitely like paying, like listening, well, and he like, like sitting on the curb. He yes. was compliant. Yes, he was. Dude, see that type of stuff. We need to like. We need to pay. And then and then man. um. Uh, a, a citizen was arrested because they called the cops a Nazi, and they said that's a hate word. That's so freedom they, of speech, they arrested, baby. That's but they have laws. In, I think it was was it Pennsylvania too? I don't know. It was somewhere else with a P. But they were like, "Yeah, that's a hate word. You you're going to jail for that." I got or getting arrested for that. The most recent time I was placed in a cop car was it was at a house party, and it was my house, but my roommate was white. He's my favorite white person. Shout out to Ryan is my roommate and he's white and he was talking mad stuff to the cops like he was like this is our house but you know just all white person indignant and right no literally and I was like (laughs) he's killing it right now I want some of that and I went over there I was like excuse me officer and there's like and he literally said I didn't even say anything he said do you live here I was like yeah and he's like I was like what what bro anytime you're in a jam like that and you got a white friend that's going at bad for you you're supposed to step back let them know oh, they white but when they right. put me in, but when they put me in their car, the entire party saw like me in cuffs going to the car, and dude, I felt like Mandela. It was people were like chanting. I was like, dude, this is sweet. I hope, yeah, yeah, maybe I should just go to jail. This would be great. Imagine all the tail I'll get afterwards. I'm Mandela right now, baby. I'm Mandela. Shake the dread. I was like, oh yes. But no, to answer my favorite white person. Thing. His name is Grizz. He is a part of the Bombay Boys, a music group. Okay. Uh, they're really good. Very like. Why does Grizz real take that? Grizz takes that because he's one of those white friends that you want to be friends with. That you want as a black friend, you want him to be your white friend because his understanding of black okay. issues is literally unaware, but wanting to know why he should and shouldn't do things. And he's really for like legit for the culture. And he's always. So happy. Shout out Grizz. Is, is, is that his real name? His name is Eric Wilhelm. Okay. Agassin. It's a lot. Augustin. He yeah, it's a lot of names. Because white people be having like just sound like Seth. Like what is Seth? Yeah, his it's name is Eric. What is, Seth. is that short for something? <laughs> hey, my name is Seth. That's not Seth Alonius. Seth Seth first of all, Seth is the sound 
that a can makes when you open it. That's not a real. <laughs> wow. It's not a real name. But you said you just be your, your ears at the can, Seth. just open it. And <laughs> That's not a like Seth isn't a real name. If your name is Seth, get a real name. <laughs> get a real name, funny, Seth. Bro. Get a real name, Seth. Um, but yeah, it's it would be Grizz. Okay, but, shout out Grizz. Um, we kind of. Ran over on time with the artist okay. talk, which is okay because you're super awesome to oh, talk shucks. to. Thank you. So I'm just gonna just jump if that's okay, Brandon. I'm just gonna jump right into the unicorn gospel, um, so that we can like get things on the roll. And I said earlier that we we're talking about forgiveness, forgiveness for the for the gospel well. because forgiveness is important and I think that it's truly a lacked characteristic among us even though we say we do it all the time hmm. I don't really think we do well, and I am also a victim of being someone who thinks they're forgiving hmm. but hasn't really gone through the process and just recently two days ago I actually forgave and it made me look at things in a totally different light Still made me a little sad about a situation, but overall I was able to look into what was important. And it's the fact that I'm understanding that this is who they are. There's nothing I can do about it, but love them continuously in whatever version of the seven or eight forms of love there are in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. So the Unicorn Gospel is when I take a verse from the Bible mm -hmm. or tarot cards or whatever. Say it's a verse from the Bible mm -hmm. about uh, forgiveness. And this one... Yeah, it was really tough between Luke 17 and Ephesians. So I'm going to go with Ephesians because I like the way Ephesians sounds. Mm -hmm. It's a cool word. It is a cool word. Yeah. So it's Ephesians uh, chapter 4, verses 31 and 32, and it says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you, the universe, Buddha, whoever is your your go-to for um, your conscious thinking, right? We have a lot of anger in us, and a big, bigger part of our anger is the internet. It allows us to see things we don't want to see. We actually go to look at things we don't want to look at because... We know it's going to make us angry, so we wanna, we're mm -hmm. choosing anger. We choose to be rageful. We choose to slander people who were once important to us, who once mattered to us. Um, and we don't really understand that we're being malicious in that sense. And then we think we're such a good person, right? Mm. If you're harboring any of these things, no matter how bad someone else hurt you, like people, people suck sometimes, you mm -hmm. know? But that doesn't mean you have to suck, too. You know, you, you literally have to take a moment to step out of your own body and listen to what you're saying about someone else that hurt you before. You know, you sound just as bad as whatever they did because you're you're coming at their character. You're coming at the way they might have been raised. You're coming at all these different things that, you know, are determining factors as to why they did something to you. And you're not really forgiving them for being who they are are we just i just don't think enough of us really care to do that and i think being kind and compassionate like this is literally a very clear verse or um gospel to say just truly like read the contents of your own heart you know um the world upsets me quite often with the amount of anger and bitterness even from 
the people around me and I'm like I know you're not a bad person I know that you know you don't really feel this way or you're not as nasty as you sound right now mm-hmm. but we get to nasty places because of the way people make us feel and you have to really just forgive someone you know you really have to just say I'm, I'm really not happy with the way this has turned around for me based mm-hmm. on what you've done or based on our previous situation but because I truly want to move on truly want to move on from the situation i will forgive you i will remove it from a part of something that is attached to me eternally because you can hold on to to damage for the rest of your life if you just like you have to let it go you know i'm not sure if you guys have been through like traumatic experiences and things like that i literally have been holding on to my traumatic experiences from life losing my house to a fire and I've literally held on to that until recently because that was an excuse for me to be sad to be depressed my past relationship I've held on to that for two years now because I it was something that can still make me sad or try to make him feel bad for not wanting to be with me or whatever the case you know these are things I had to literally tell myself serenity you are better than that and you have a heart of forgiveness that's who you are that's who you've always been and your rewards are greater when you're compassionate and when you're truly a good person stop looking for the blessings all the time and just realize they're already there Mm -hmm. so that's this week's unicorn gospel and uh yeah any thoughts Uh, that was beautiful i think we all go through uh or we all have been through things where we uh you know we equate like Putting in the back of our minds as forgiveness, and we block people. Yeah, and and we try to like look at that as like forgiveness. So, I think you know everybody at some point in their life have have has had something happen and they wasn't really forgiving in mm-hmm. a sense where they just kind of let it let it go to the breeze and it was just like mm-hmm. you know it is what it is. It'll work itself. You know, it'll work itself out, and I, I shouldn't worry about it. I definitely agree because like I feel like sometimes I think as our generation we don't really sit down and be like, well, like, well, it depends on who the person is. Like if it's somebody like like Serenity, if we get into it about something like I'm gonna give her a couple of days to cool off. Mm-hmm. Or, like if I'm wrong, I apologize in a couple of days. It is we we understand who. Who we are, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if I say something rude, she know I ain't really mean it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that's, that's the way it came out. But she's still upset about it, so I can't take the way that she's upset. But if it's somebody who I barely know, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I have nothing really invested into you, mm-hmm. and you upset me. Sometimes I don't even really think about forgiveness. It's more just like, you know what? I'm gonna leave you over there. I'm not gonna talk to you no more. And it's like you see this person, you still got this these negative feelings towards them because you never really reconcile why you. Why he was upset with them in the first place? Yeah. So like, I feel like we probably would be a lot happier if we did just forgive people and just like really let it go the first time it happened instead of just like I'm gonna block him and not talk to him no more. Yeah. You know, so. If you have to, if you have to listen to that song, um, let it go. From oh. yeah, from Frozen. From Frozen. Yeah. It's a great song. You've been in your room dancing <laughs> to it. Yes. Jumping around. I practice. I want because, like I said, holding on to the traumas. Right. I held on to the trauma of my house. Catching on fire I used to dance I used to dance very well Yeah And my basement Where I had the entire basement To myself I would dance down there So when I lost my home I lost my passion To dance Sure You know So yes Brandon I listen to Frozen I do pirouettes And plies In first, second, third, fourth And fifth position In my room While letting go 
of pain. I don't know mm-hmm. what none of that means. I know All what right. the pure, I think a pirouette is a it's spin. It's a spin with your hands. The first second. Oh, she didn't just make that up? <laughs> oh my gosh. But we're going to get to some more music. That was our Unicorn Gospel for the week. And until we get back from this music break, keep listening because we got more to talk about right here on Nitty's Knocker. Bow. A A A is
throw this, shake it fast. It's your birthday, so I'm finna throw this cat. It's your birthday, ay. 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 it's your birthday. Take shot like free throw. Ay. Outfit on flea though. Broke, can't get peed though. Hoes got jalapeno. Dick VIP though. Red bottles on the feet though. Don't go be low. It's your birthday. Let it drop. Let it lit. Feels like it. It's a bit. Don't turn. Then I'm queen. She ain't gone. Then I spit. Let it fat. Need a lie. Put it on a birthday. She a bitch. If money talk, then when the bitch converse, you type it out. That bitch can't get no cash, she just swipe it out. My generation going downhill. Wiping out. Meanwhile, I'm turning. I left my pizza in the oven. A lot of cheese to go around, but to turn you up. A lot of these little bitches cool, but they be weak as Time to sweep it up. You need to fuck my way. My way or the highway. My way. My way or the highway. Take her to me, mama. Got a lineup and just added two more to my lineup. Big money. Why you always standing on your wallet? Profit. I just made another one. I'm college. Stop it. Just ask me what I do with my stacks. Just bought a wall for a plex and a new bra for some smacks. Hey. She give me what I wanna Boss so hard, need a warm-up I back that at the warm-up yeah. Big time a stunner I'm out here on the come-up I beat the drummer I roll up no more drama yeah. She give me what I wanna Boss so hard, need a warm-up I back that at the warm-up yeah. Big time a stunner I'm out here on the come-up come I beat the drummer I roll up no more drama, drama. Ask my mama uh-huh. for bread She told me, uh uh-huh. That's the day I wanna, wanna To get my bread up, uh-huh yep. Shirt, be long, let the coop run and won't be long. Chinese food, one time, one time. I might as well try that one time, try that one time, try that one time, try that one time. It was lit in here. If y'all watch my Instagram story and it is not great, I was just twerking everything in my seat. And I also proposed to Marie, so all y'all could back up. <laughs> you interested is is done with. Sorry, Marie. Yes, if I'm, hit us on the team. If I'm cutting uh <laughs> 
If I'm cutting yeah. it, they ain't gonna like that, but so what? <laughs> All I'm saying is she cold. Super cold. Yeah. But um, before we go into talking about what it means to be independent, I want to go ahead and um, announce to the world that my friend Kita um, is holding a modeling workshop. And it's Intro to Runway Walking 101. Men and women can come. And it's at 1821 West Hubbard Street on July 21st from 2 to 3.30. So come out, you know, learn something. If you want more information, just send me a message on Instagram. I'll post it in my Instagram story as well. Um, She's a great girl, great model, and she really knows what she's doing. So if anybody's ever been interested in doing something like that, just reach out to me and I'll give you guys more information about that. But... I want to talk about independence since tomorrow is quote unquote Independence Day. I'd rather call it the 4th of July. Uh, But, uh, Adam, let's start with you. What do you think? What does independence mean to you? Uh, Before I got here today, I looked at my first one bedroom apartment in Logan Square. Hmm. And I was like, yo, I can swing this amount of money, you know. Adam's doing okay financially currently, by the grace of <laughs> insert deity here. Um, and I was looking at it, and I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna pay all this money for this? Right. No thanks. <laughs> this is what you want? Eleven hundred dollars for this shack? Uh, no thanks, dude. So I w- I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna be 29 next year, which is Getting old, would love to have my own spot. Tired of uh, you know, fingers crossed, and hopefully my roommates are at the crib so I can enjoy some WWE on my couch without somebody <laughs> talking to me. Right. You know, I want to have my own couch to watch my wrestling on. But at the same, which is independence. But at the same time, I think independence is knowing what you are worth as well. I think so often we seek this idea of independence, this kind of, this dolo lifestyle. But if it's not feasible, if it's not smart, independence also knows that just because you, just because I have a roommate doesn't mean I'm not independent, you know what I mean? But I also, I also don't pay my own phone bill. My mom does that. You're lucky. Wow, so, so lucky. I mean, I got, first of all, I got Virgin Mobile. It's $40 a month. <laughs> if, mama, if mama don't get $40 for me, guess what? Cut off, mother. <laughs> you don't have $40 for me once a month? Cut off, right. mom. Big facts, big facts. You know what I mean? I love you, mom, but. She's going to give you another hug? Like, yeah, exactly. Man. No, man, just give me the $40 right. on, on, on the 15th <laughs> right. so, I can, so I can, you know, on my Virgin Mobile plan that y'all own too. Right. But, uh. Independence is knowing what you can do by yourself, but not always taking that route. I definitely agree with you on independence because I feel like a lot of times we have this <coughs> glamorized perception of what being sure. independent is, you know. Right. Um, having your own spot and then people rushing out to get their own cribs and they're not ready to, to pay Be broke. your own crib. You know? Right. And the only thing you have money for is to pay bills, right. you know. So, like, really, are you independent? You know, right? Like, mm-hmm. If you're struggling, you could be independent, but you're struggling. But like, as long as you like proactively finding ways to progress, right? You know what I'm saying, and understanding yourself and what you're capable of. That's to me on your way to maturity sure. and independence. You know, yeah, man. Yeah, yep. And well, by definition, 
independent means free from outside control, not dependent on another's authority. So, in my roommate situation, I would be considered independent Mm -hmm. because my sister and I got the house Mm -hmm. and made somewhat the rules, the room choices, Mm -hmm. independence, free from mom telling me what to do. I can go to my mom's house now and let her know this is what I'm wearing tonight. You can't do nothing about it. Nathan. Right? Independence from uh, control, right? In in relationships. And Mm -hmm. knowing that you are still your own entity. Mm -hmm. Even though you're with somebody. And not feeling like you have to... I mean, all compromise in relationships is good. And and necessary in certain instances. But when it starts to affect your character, your independence, then it's not independent. You're not independent anymore. You know, you are now doing what someone else wants you to do. I'm happy you brought that up. Uh, yesterday I was with uh, a young lady and she made me, uh, she said, here, hold this. And it was her phone. I don't want to do that. And then she, and then it was uh, some tissue she had been using. So I'm holding this girl's tissue, this snotty tissue. And her phone, and I'm going, you know what I mean? So is that independence? Because I don't want, like, that was compromise. Um, yeah, I didn't want to have to do that. Um, I'm, hold, I'm holding booger paper. Yeah, That's yours. I'm why holding your you, phone. That's your phone. Why would you do You got hands because she put on a jacket. Um, but then, I, would, I wouldn't have held the tissue, personally. Like, you um, a good soul, my brother. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. That was really nice of you. I don't I think like, it whoa, affected whoa, whoa. your independence <laughs> because you still made the choice of actually Definitely. holding it. It was... Her, you, her having control would have been. You need to hold this. Don't throw it away. No, hold it because no. I'm using it still. That would have been while I'm putting my coat on. That would have been od. Yeah, that that's when you're definitely. losing control of your independence. Okay. Or if someone says you have a certain rule already established in your home, your life, your roommate agree, whatever. Yeah. And then somebody says, "Well, I think we should change it." You're trying to control a situation beyond you. Right. Okay. At that point. Okay. So. I think that even with independence being like this whole thing about Independence Day and freedom and things like that, um, the Juneteenth day is a very important day because that was a day where one of the last states, they didn't even know Uh until it was like forced upon them to know what independence was. So that to me is a day of true uh, freedom from control in a sense. But I don't fully think um, that we've all grasped the concept of independence and what it just means to be uh, your own thinker. Um, your own thinker, that's deep. Today, we we talk about this a lot because it's such a relevant thing with the world of the Internet. It's, it's too easy to be manipulated by outside sources. Mm-hmm. Um, too many ways to just... One person's doing a cool project, so now everybody wants to do a cool project. Not because they actually are capable of doing the cool project, but because they see somebody else doing it. So they don't have any... Um, what am I trying to say? Their their presence is not necessarily their own, you know? Which is kind of like being at your mama's house. Mm-hmm. Because your mom says, I made you, I could, I can take you away too. Or they say, I brought you in, I can take you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody wants that type of... Uh, <laughs> 
box to be put in. Yeah, you know. Um, so me talking about independence too, it all relevates even with forgiveness because once you start forgiving people, you can really evaluate what it means to be independent because that situation no longer has control over your thought process mm-hmm. and the way that you you look at life. You know, like I swear, like even though. A situation happened to me a couple of days ago. I cried, you mm-hmm. know. I looked through old pictures mm-hmm. and all this stuff happened, right? But it wasn't the same cry of me wanting it back. It was a cry of like true relief, like I like this was great. I can look at it and be happy in moments now. That was like the last cry of relief when it's like, okay, finally, I know what it feels like to think on my own and That's not. Great. Uh, attached to another person mm-hmm. or another thing, but to truly have an open mind to what serenity is capable of being mm-hmm. in the world, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to know from each person a way because I'm and nobody's perfect at it, right? Nobody's truly at a place of really being one thousand percent independent. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know a way that you guys will personally work on uh, creating that independence for yourself so that we have our own list of ways instead of going to the Internet and saying, oh, I saw this list of ways to be independent. What are ways one from one or two from each of us that we can all work towards being truly independent? Man, just stand in my bag. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you in your bag. All right, let me write this down. One second. Stay in your bag, aka get your money, honey. That's the only way. You see, like I'm not saying money. Like it's the key to happiness. Mm-hmm. But when you have money, you have resources. Mm-hmm. Resources are valuable. Yeah. That was good, Brandon. Thanks for starting that. Stay in your bag. What about you, Keith? What's the way that you will constantly work towards your independence? Um, a way that I really is what I've been realizing because I was without a job, and so I'm gonna pretty much piggyback off of Brandon. Like, money is definitely the key to independence. Like, because when you have to depend on other people, it it even if you you know they don't have authority over you you feel like you have to answer to someone in that sense and the feeling that you have to owe somebody something is uh, a crappy feeling I feel like so I, I feel like just being able to provide for yourself and you know whether that's financially or to provide your own um, mental upkeep yeah. and and um your mental upkeep that's important I feel mm-hmm. like just being able to provide that for yourself because it, I mean you know you can always reach out to people but to get through this life like you have to and to be successful you have to be able to like get yourself through those moments so you don't even get to the to the point of where you're almost about to break like you know you don't want to have to always like fold or mm-hmm. even bend because you know you can bend but not break mm-hmm. but I think if you you're able to um have that sense of self to where you can talk yourself out of those situations, then you know you're you're better off in in life. So being able to provide for yourself in all aspects, yeah, mentally, physically, financially, yeah, is a a constant way to work towards <clears throat> independence. Yeah, keeping that in mind at least, yeah. Mr. Lawson, mm. uh, to sort of <laughs> echo what you were saying about 
bending and breaking. I think my if if we're talking about independence through the lens of freedom, uh, there's degrees of freedom. We're never going to be 100% free, Thanks. whether it be financially, maybe. Uh, we were talking about Drake earlier. Drake now has a kid. He's never going to be free again. You know what I mean? Yeah. At that level of free. We're never going to be 100% free. But the ways, the avenues, the categories in which we can be free are numerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if I could take it down to like one boilerplate is to know that your opinions are valid and they should be spoken in the right context. I think that freedom comes from uh, intelligently not conforming to BS you don't see any merit to. Preach. You know? Wait, reword that for me. I'm like a bad secretary because the keyboard on my iPad is weird. Uh, (laughs) Freedom is knowing when to rebel. I like that. That sounds like a fight that I'm ready to have. That's also something that I've been going through the last week. Mm-hmm. How so? Um, man, just at work, man. And, yeah. you know, it's people, tough to rebel at work. Yeah, but you can't, you know, boy, especially boy, when you, you. Do, people try to like think they can say certain sure. things to you, and and you know, just think that you're supposed to fall in order. Sure. Like, and I'm not necessarily, I'm not gonna fall in order just because you say this is the way it is, even though this is illogical. Sure. You know. And so uh, that's why I get fired. Yeah, and that's why I feel like I may be on the brink of getting fired soon. Okay. Just because it's 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 hard for me to sit back and just shut up. Like I'm not a obedient Negro. Like, uh-huh. I don't <laughs> like to be that. Negro. You know? like, so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. No, so you just definitely got to learn how to pick just pick your battles. Like that's, yeah. that's very like, true. But that's how that's what the jobs these jobs do. That's why you got to put yourself in a position where you don't have to work for nobody because people we all work. You be at work. People how you do something that's totally illogical, but because it's their way of doing it, they gonna make you do it. And why? Yeah, that's, that's why I get fired, bro. So you just gotta <laughs> suck it up, bro. If you don't want to lose that job, G. Yeah, but yo, all these jobs and companies got their bottom line. I feel like us as individuals, we gotta have our bottom line too, and what we're willing to like right. to let go. You know what I mean? Even or though, just make known. You yeah. just continually fill out job applications so you always got a backup. <laughs> so you can just go crazy on the manager. Like, you know what? That's I real. don't even need this job. That's I'm real, bro. Out. Who you talking to? Huh? Who you talking to? You need to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that my tip towards independence is just in the sense of mental health. And like I say it all the time, it's not personal. Knowing that other people's actions, remember that other people's actions are not personal. Yeah, that's something. As personal as they might seem, as touchy as it might get, there's still a reason that they're that way. And it's not personal. They were that way before you. They're going to be that way after you. So just always remembering that it's not personal, I think, is a very important tip to independence because once you just really learn how to just forgive and forget. At the very least, in the confines of a job, it's not personal, sure. But I, but like, I think there's a theme right now going on with our generation. It's like people be taking this abuse from sources you ain't got to take it from. If your family is toxic, 
Dunzo, dude. Yeah. If your friends are toxic, Dunzo, mm-hmm. you, they're not your PO officer. They don't employ you. Wow. If your friends are on some some stuff that's not beneficial, dude, it's done. There's eight million people in this city, eight trillion people in the world. Find a new set of homies, man. And we're like, and I be I be seeing this, and it it it, bother, it, it makes it irks me because you don't. You're not beholden to no one on this planet, whether that be boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever, 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 unless that person is paying your rent through your, your first of all, you're paying your own rent. You're going to work. They're giving you money for the stuff you've done. You, you know what I'm saying? But if this person can't fire you or jeopardize your livelihood, dunzo, dude, <laughs> dunzo. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I didn't like that, man. You're encroaching on my freedom. The way you vibe bothers me. You're done because Adam is Adam's friend. And it's not personal to you. This is personal to me. It's my life. Right. My surroundings. You create the world you want to live in, honestly. You just got to understand your personnel. You got to understand who you're dealing with. Like, it's some friends, like, that you could you could pop out with, you know, be social and see mm-hmm. with. And then there's some friends that, you know, they... More you kick it at the crib where you know you gotta understand if this person that they get they drink they get a little rowdy where you mm-hmm. can't pop out with them but they still cool when they in the crib y'all creative y'all can do certain things mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying but sometimes you just it's certain people for certain situations 100 you know? percent so like I, I definitely believe in cutting people off where you when you definitely toxic and you bringing my energy down but like some people they can't help who they are you know that you might find them super annoying but like that's just who they are so if this person adds some kind of value. To your life, but they just super annoying. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Okay, it's like holding them where they at. Yeah, but uh, so that we can get get in and out of this place easy and quick. Um, the quote of the week is: "You poo poo, you weak, you turned down, you thirsty. I had to cut you off." Kendrick Lamar. A Kendrick Lamar line because that to me that song screams independence because it's literally saying because this isn't good for my mental and the way that I feel I have to let it go I have to like yeah I love you but I'm gonna cut you off you weak you turned down you thirsty you poo poo I literally love that song um, Adam, how can we keep up with you and everything that you've got going on? Uh, follow me on uh, Facebook, Adam Homer Lawson. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to get this Instagram uh, life up. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I tried to try. Yeah, I'll be kind of hidden. I like I like staying like I hate. That's a long story. Uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Raleigh Law, R-O-L-L-Y-L-A-W. Uh, buy my book at Amazon or just Google my book, uh, Animals on Buses by Adam Homer Lawson. Uh, I got some shows coming up that I'll post details on. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and you know how to keep up with gang. Uh, my page is, of course, Nitty's Knocker. Go to nittysknocker.com. Submit your music, your ideas, your thoughts on the show, what you think can be more awesome, less awesome, all of that. We need it. Uh, Brandon, of course, uh, underscore. Damn, can I live? You know. And just Keith, because just Keith is just what it is. It's spelled K-E-I-P-H. the right way. Right, not K E E F. We ain't Chief Keefing it out here. And our amazing DJ, Marie underscore T H A DJ. Send her your music. Don't not send it. Because as you, if you are constant listeners to the show, you see that we rotate a lot of music that we really are fond of. 
the music is going back weeks weeks and weeks since since marie's been the dj she's playing things from literally the first week that she started djing for the show and we want to continue that that role of awesomeness and until we meet again next tuesday with jazz of beautiful um we will show some love and it's peace love and happiness at all times marie take us out